Hello, loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Iron Wifey Podcast, where we sharpen and encourage one another in Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode this week. And honestly, I am so excited to dive into today's topic, which is Dear God, I'm Grateful. And so a lot of you listening to this podcast may know, or you may not know, that I actually have another podcast (laughs) I know. Surprise, right? I know. I'm sorry. Um, But I do. I have another podcast called Dear God, I'm Grateful. And I started that podcast January 17th, 2021 as a way to keep my mind on God, to keep my mind on gratitude and really to see where gratitude would take me. And today, guys, is day 365 of the Dear God, I'm Grateful podcast. And so that is what we're gonna be talking about today. Today I'm gonna be explaining my journey with gratitude and how the Lord has taught me so much through gratitude. And I think it's just gonna be really exciting. And if you struggle with gratitude and being thankful, or if you're so focused on the future that you're kind of missing out on the now, um, I believe this episode is going to be a blessing to you. So without further ado, let's dive in. All right, guys, so dear God, I'm grateful. If you don't know, I started a podcast back in 2019 called Dear God, I'm Grateful after um, going through a season where I was just not content with where I was in life. And I don't know if anyone's ever felt that way, you know, especially for myself, like I graduated from college in 2014, not 2011, 2011 was high school, 2014 was college. I graduated from college in 2014. Uh, I was married already. I moved to a new city. I didn't find a job in my field. I ended up working in retail. I worked at Target as the um, as a cashier. I also worked in what they call soft lines, which is clothing. I did the announcements, you know, attention target shoppers. The store will be closing in 15 minutes. Yeah, that was me if you were in Cincinnati. Um, But yeah, I worked at Target because my husband had worked at Target at the time. He got me a job. I worked at New York and Company. I ended up in hospitality. I did door-to-door sales with AT&T. And so I had a bunch of jobs that weren't what I was passionate about that weren't my degree in journalism. And so uh, we moved to California to chase our dreams. And once we moved out here, I ended up still in hospitality. So back in Cincinnati, when we lived there, I had worked my way up the chain. Then we moved to California and I had to work my way back up the chain in hospitality. Uh, But nonetheless, it was a blessing because I ended up reaching this point where I just wasn't happy with where I was in life. And I decided to go on this gratitude journey. I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? Um, My reason for this is because I was doing some Bible study and uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says to be thankful in all circumstances for this is the will of those who belong to Jesus Christ. And it is also God's will. And so when I read that scripture, I was like, all right, I need to be thankful. And I was not, I was so focused on what I could become and what the future held and what can be, I was not content with where I was, if that makes any sense. You guys feel, you, you guys with me? Um, so yeah, so I told myself that for 30 days, I was going to be grateful, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of where I was in life. I was going to focus on gratitude for 30 days and I was going to pick one thing each day that I was grateful for or thankful for. And to start, I was going to start it as a podcast. Well, you you know, back in that day, I had this podcast, but I didn't feel like producing a whole nother podcast. So I only put it on Instagram. <laughs> so it wasn't even on any of the podcasting platforms. Um, so if you actually go to my Instagram, ironwifey underscore, and you scroll all the way down to 2019, you will see like, dear God, I'm grateful post or dear God, I'm grateful 
I did the voiceover on Instagram. I didn't even put it into a podcast, just the voiceover on Instagram. Um, and you'll see that 30 day challenge. Well, lo and behold, at the end of that challenge, I received an email from a recruiter online who found my resume and said that I was a perfect fit for a podcast producer position at a company called WealthFit. So after five years of not having a job in my field, of graduating from college and applying and applying and becoming defeated because I wasn't getting any opportunities that I was passionate about, I went on that gratitude journey and at the very end of it, got an email about this position. And so I went in, I took the interview and walked out with the job. And your girl became a, co- a podcast producer for WealthFit. And I ended up, you know, rubbing shoulders with um, some really, really high profile people like Robert Kiyosaki, um, some of the sharks from Shark Tank. Uh, Dennis Rodman was on the show. I ended up getting Patrice Washington on the show, who does the Redefining Wealth podcast, who later ended up becoming a client of mine and who I'm now her podcast producer. And so there were so many blessings that came out of WealthFit. And I was only there for six months because six months after I got that job, y'all, the pandemic hit, <laughs> which is wild because it just goes to show how the Lord will put you in position at the right time. Because it was because of the experience with WealthFit that I was able to start my own freelancing as a podcast producer and pitch myself to some of the clients that we had on the show at WealthFit and grow the, my business as a podcast producer. And so truly a blessing. And it all came from gratitude. And so it was then 2019 that I realized that your blessing is on the other side of gratitude. Now, fast forward 2021. Here we are. Hi, guys. Uh, well, it's 2022 now, but 2021. Um, It was January 2021 when I started the podcast up, the actual podcast, Dear God, I'm Grateful. And I did it for a different reason this time. I wasn't discontent with life, but as you guys know my story, my dad had passed in December of 2020. And so the reason for Dear God, I'm Grateful in 2021 was to keep me from falling into a depression and to keep me focused on the blessings that God has given me. Because believe it or not, the day that my dad passed, it was the most beautiful day in San Diego. And I was headed to the airport and I looked around and I felt in my spirit and something in my mind told me, and I actually spoke out loud, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And just because your dad is no longer with us does not mean that life doesn't go on. Because here you are about to bury the dead, but these people around you are still living and you need to live after this. And so we get to, we get through December, we get through the funeral, we get through the arrangements, we get through Christmas, you know, we get through the new year and I was supposed to start the podcast January 1st, but I'm not consistent, not gonna lie, I struggle with consistency and your girl was slacking. And so we got to January 17th. We're like 17 17 days into 2021 and I started Dear God, I'm Grateful. And I told myself that for 365 days, I was going to find something to be grateful for. I didn't care what time of day it was. I didn't care, you know, if I didn't feel like it. For 365 days, I needed to record a podcast episode and have Bible study and find something to be grateful for. Today is January 16th, 2022. And this is day 365 of the Dear God, I'm Grateful podcast. This is day 365 of 365 days of gratitude. And today I am grateful for 365 days of gratitude, you guys. You have no idea how much of a struggle it was to be consistent, to release a podcast episode every single day, but also to find something that you're grateful for, especially when you don't feel like it. Especially when you don't feel like it. There were days that we were traveling, 
where I had to figure out how or where I was going to record a podcast episode. Was it going to be in the car? Was it going to be at the gas station? Were you going to hear a bunch of stuff in the background? There were days where I honestly just didn't feel like it. Like, they, you know how you had them days and you're just like, I'm sorry, but I'm not doing anything today. I had days like that where it was like, I don't want to record a podcast episode for. There were days where I didn't know what to be grateful for. Like, I felt like I had to overthink it. Like, what what am I grateful for again today? Like, where are we at in life? We good? And then there were days where I almost forgot. Where it'd be like 11.50 at night. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to record an episode today. I have to find something to be grateful for today. But they tell you that it takes... 25 days to build a habit and 61 days for it to become a routine. And I found that to be very true because I started the Dear God, I'm Grateful podcast as this journey, this gratitude journey for 365 days. And I realized that it wasn't until after about three months of consistency that I actually, it actually became part of my normal routine where before I went to bed, I knew that I had to record an episode or where I scheduled it in my mind that at nine o'clock I would sit down every day. I would have Bible study. I would look through the scriptures and I would find something to be grateful for and how that applied to my life. And so of course there were days where I was extremely happy and had an abundance of things to be grateful for. Um, But nonetheless, there have been so many blessings that have come out of gratitude. So many blessings. And you guys, I can't, I can't even explain the extent of how blessed, honestly, how blessed I truly was by this experience. Am I going to continue? I have no idea. No idea. I told the Lord that I would try it for 365 days and see what, and see what happens. And now we're at 365 days. So we'll see. <laughs> um, we'll see what the Lord has in store. But just to set aside time every day to spend with the Lord, to set aside time every day to pick something out of your day that brought you joy or taught you a lesson, or ended up being a blessing. Like, there are so many things to be grateful for. And when we focus on the future, or when we focus on things that we don't have or want, we get so consumed with those things. We do. We get so consumed with them to where we lose track of what we do have the little things, even the big things, but mainly the little things like our health, the fact that we can breathe for water. Like we lose track of the things that we should be grateful for. And so I am grateful for dear God. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that this podcast took me on this journey of gratitude. And I'm grateful that today is day 365. And I'm grateful that I get to share this podcast with you guys here on the Iron Wifey podcast because Dear God, I'm Grateful is only like three to five minutes a day. It doesn't take long to express your gratitude to the Lord. And I'm not saying you have to go out and start a podcast of gratitude just to show the Lord you're grateful. Like you don't have to start a podcast, but if you journal every day, something you're grateful for, and then you study the scriptures around what that means or how you can be more grateful for that or how you can exercise that more. Like that is a blessing. It's a blessing to your life and it's a blessing to those around you. And so in 2021, um, at the end of the year, there was this whole trend on Instagram where people were posting like a highlight of their whole year or like a recap of their year with like music underneath, like Bruno Mars, um, like all these, uh, these trendy, you know, reels where people were like posting like, their recap of the year. And I didn't want to post a reel with my recap of the year in pictures because I knew that I wasn't through the year yet. Yes, we made it through 2021, but my journey started with my journey with gratitude. It started when I started Dear God, I'm Grateful back up on January 17th of 2021. And so my year of gratitude hadn't come to an end yet until today. And so I want to go through some of the things that happened within the last year 
And I believe that these things happen as a result of being grateful. Because think about this. My father died, like point blank period. Um, He committed suicide and felt that life wasn't worth it. And many of my family members have fallen into depression. But instead of falling, I decided to focus on what I can be grateful for in life. What I can be grateful for each day. And the Lord has carried me through that. And he's carried me through 2021 and now we're in 2022. And so looking back on 2021 and looking through this journey of gratitude, I want to take us to January. Now in January, it was like, whew, finally, we're through the thick of things. We're into a new year. This year is going to be better. It's going to be great. And in January, we ended up getting an insurance check. Now, if you know anything about suicide, then you know that you're not supposed to get paid out insurance for a death by suicide. You're not, honestly. Like, that it, it defeats the purpose of somebody registering for insurance and then taking their lives so that they can collect the money for their family. And so we weren't supposed to get anything for my dad's death. We weren't. Like, just to be real with you guys, like, it wasn't supposed to happen. But God will use anything to be a blessing to his children. And so in January, we ended up getting an insurance check that we were able to use to erase all of our debt. Praise the Lord. And so in January of 2021, we were completely debt-free. My husband and I have been married for seven years. I was working 80 hours a week before that, like... But January 2021, we were completely debt-free. And even during that time, I was working 80 hours a week. No. No, I wasn't. That stopped in 2020. But, yeah, so in January, the blessing was an insurance check that allowed us to get out of debt and be debt-free. So it did feel like a fresh start, and we praise the Lord for um, that blessing because we didn't think that we were going to get anything because of the circumstances. Uh, but the Lord is good and he's faithful. And so February, um, my husband and I ended up getting a new car. Praise the Lord. Uh, we were able to use the money that we worked for, which was great. We wouldn't have to pay all of our, our bills and all the debt down. So it was like really a fresh start. So we got a new car. Um, and I had the revelation about how the Lord would help me through this year. And I shared that in an episode with you guys. The Lord will help you. So go tune into that. That's also where I tell the story about my dad's death and this revelation in detail. And I knew once I had that uh, revelation that the Lord was going to help me, that I would be fine. And everything was going to be all right. I knew that I would be fine. Like, I I just knew. I was like, oh, okay. The Lord said he's going to help me. Like, my name specifically. He said he was going to help me. So I'm good. (laughs) Um, March, March, we had our first photo shoot for the Iron Wifey magazine. That was new for me because usually in past magazine issues, I would have to like license photos from photographers or find non-copywritten photos online or buy stock photos to fill the magazine or get permission from the people that took the pictures in some of the photos we used. And so... Um, We had our first photo shoot where I actually took the photos and the cover model was Shanti Reed and she ended up coming to San Diego and I interviewed her for the podcast. You can check out that podcast episode that's, you know, in the catalog for you guys too. So feel free to check out that episode. Um, So she was a cover girl for that and we did a photo shoot. So that was so much fun. And we released that magazine issue. And so that was literally so much fun um and such a blessing because i had never conducted a photo shoot before i have photos i have cameras and the equipment but um you know never had like a model come through and you know actually take my own photos for the magazine so that was a blessing so we had the photo shoot and we released that episode of the iron wifey magazine so that was a blessing in april uh we hit 
100 episodes of the Dear God, I'm Grateful podcast, which went that we found 100 things to be grateful for every single day for 100 days. And once I hit the 100 day mark, that's when it started to become part of my routine, expressing gratitude every day. So literally, I record a podcast episode and it starts, Dear God, I'm grateful for dot, dot, dot. And it goes into a Bible study of either how the Lord has blessed me in that area, the how I'm being blessed by that topic, the lesson from that area or anything like that. But it's like, it's considered a microcast because it's only like three to five minutes. Some are like eight to 10, but most of the episodes on the Dear God, I'm Grateful podcast are only three to five minutes. So it was a blessing to hit a hundred days because that meant that we had been grateful a hundred times like we have found a hundred things to be grateful for and if I tell you right now like tell me a hundred things you're grateful for right now you got to think about it so like it's a lot easier done than said said than done y'all know what I mean like it's 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 hard it's hard to find things to be grateful for off the flip so I knew like once we hit a hundred days like this was there's, there's more on my mind that I want to thank God for. So I might as well just keep this going. Uh, so that was back in April. In May of 2020, my husband and I took a cross-country road trip. We drove from California to Michigan. No, we went to Ohio to see family. Um, it was a 36-hour drive. Ended up going through a tornado. It was a trying time. Uh, but we got to spend time with my niece, my husband's brother's son, which was great. We got to spend time with family. It was just a really nice, it was a nice time to see family because my husband hadn't been home since we moved to California. So we moved here in 2018. He hadn't been home in like three years. So he hadn't seen any of his family except the people that came to visit us. Um, so yeah, so that was cool. Cross-country road trip in May. In June, uh, my family ended up coming to California for a cousin's trip. So all my cousins came out here and we had a great time. We went to LA, we went hiking, we went to a vineyard. My sister came up, spent some time with me. So that was a blessing. And it was just a lot of fun, you know? Like when you grow up with your cousins, they're like your best friends. And then when you get grown, you really realize that you have to plan time and you have to schedule to actually set aside time to spend with each other because life happens and everybody's going their different directions. Like it was a lot of fun for the cousins trip. Um, so that was in June, July, we got the keys to our town home. Um, funny story, our lease had ended, um, like our lease was ending. And we wanted to move downtown, quite honestly. Like, I always dreamed of living in New York, having a penthouse in New York City that overlooks the city, you know, being a reporter, working in journalism, being on the Today Show. Like, I had this whole dream of what my life would look like before I graduated college. And then I graduated. And by that time, I was already married. I was moving to Ohio, not New York, y'all, Ohio. Um, didn't find a job in my field until, of course, WealthFit, which I told you guys about. Um, so yeah, so when our lease was ending, we really wanted to move downtown, but downtown prices were like 5000 a month, 6000 a month. Like living downtown in San Diego is a little steep. It's a little steep. So um, instead of moving into a, uh, a high rise downtown, we ended up looking for townhomes. Townhome prices in San Diego, even to to rent, were a little steep. You're talking like four thousand, five thousand, like for a two bedroom. It was a little steep, y'all. Um, so we ended up. I ended up looking at so many townhomes, so many. I put in so many applications, and of course, even though we were debt free in January, we had still had 2020 that we had to make up for in credit. So like our credit was shot. It was just now rebuilding. It hadn't quite gotten there yet. Like all the applications were being denied. And so we were living in a one bedroom apartment, which I ended up converting into a studio because my husband worked from home. So he worked out of the bedroom and the bed was in the living room slash kitchen. And 
we made it work. We made it work with what we had. Um, but that lease was coming to an end and we had lived in the same place since we've been here. And I just so happened to go downstairs and talk to the leasing office. And I told them about one of my failed attempts of trying to get a town home. And the guy at the leasing office who knows us because we've been there since they opened like three years prior was like, we got townhomes in the building. And I'm sitting there like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, yeah, this building has townhomes in it. And I was like, huh, how much we talking? He was like, well, crazy enough, I got one coming up in the next week. So if you wanted to, you guys wouldn't even have to, you know, sign a new lease. You could just transfer your stuff there. And then it gives me a townhome that's already occupied. And I was like, oh, well, praise God. Yes, we will take the townhome. Uh, so in July, we got the keys. We ended up moving from upstairs and on the fourth floor to the first floor in a townhome unit. Um, two-story, two-bedroom, three-bathroom, beautiful townhome. And it's been such a blessing to be here. Like, a lot of the things that you have seen on this channel have been filmed in this townhome. So, like, it's just such a blessing. And it, the fact that we only had to move downstairs is also a blessing. So, it's like... I see you, baby Jesus. I see you coming through. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. So that was July. In August, I gained a new client. Now, let me tell you, when we got this town home, it was more expensive than what we were paying for the one bedroom. And at that point, I only had one client. So it was a stretch. But since we didn't have any debt, it would be like, all right, we can make this work. Because we didn't have all the extra bills. So it was great. Um, but it was still a little tight. And so in August, the very next month, I ended up gaining a new client. <laughs> so now we can't afford the townhome. Praise the Lord. <laughs> now we don't have to live paycheck to paycheck just to live in something nice. Um, and it's funny because the client that I gained, I, I, when we first moved here, I ended up driving past this house that was for sale. And I fell in love with this house. This is when I worked for WealthFit. And I, when I tell y'all I fell in love with this house, every day I would drive past the house after work. I would leave WealthFit, go to this area, drive past the house, and I would sit outside and I would just watch the, the Matterport or like the virtual tour online as I sat outside this house. And I loved this house. And um, I remember scheduling an appointment with a realtor. I actually went through Zillow and I asked if we could see the house. And she was like, oh, well, no one lives there. So let me get in touch with the developers and see if we can show it. And at the time, this house was $3.6 million. Y'all, we was living in a one-bedroom apartment that I converted into a studio. And we was living paycheck to paycheck. I knew that I couldn't afford $3.6 million. I didn't even have enough for a down payment in my bank account. It wasn't there. I'm going to just be real. It wasn't there. But I love this house and I wanted to see it. And so I had went to see the house. I scheduled the appointment with the Zillow realtor. Um, it got, we were able to go see it. The developer let us in. And the developer, the guy who flipped the house, ended up being um, the developer of the house. You know, he told me the story about, you know, where the house was years ago, about the area, how he had been in real estate for like 20 years how this was like one of the most sought after streets. It had the perfect view. Like this was my house. And you know how some people are so spiritual, they be claiming stuff. Well, the house, the name of the street was Avenida de las Pescas, right? And if you convert that from Spanish, y'all know me, convert stuff from Spanish. If you convert that from Spanish, Avenida de las Pescas, um, it means Fisher of, or Avenue of the Fish. And so when I was sitting outside the house and I was asking the Lord for this house that I was believing for, I was like, the Lord is going to allow me to be a fisher of men in this house. It is going to be a place where people can come and gather and give praise to God and feel at peace. And it would be a sanctuary where we could be fishers of men. I had already claimed it. It was on my mind. Couldn't nobody tell me otherwise. The house ended up selling. <laughs> I was so sad. The house ended up selling. Uh, but there ended up being another house that the Lord gave me peace for that was in that same neighborhood that he led me to, which I'll tell that story later time. But anyway, the house ended up selling. Now, that was back in 2019 when I worked for WealthFit. Here we are, 2021, 
and I receive an email from a not even a recruiter. This is like one of them, like my, my resume is on Indeed. So I receive an email from Indeed, an Indeed recruiter who's like, hey, you qualify for this job. The person wants to set up an interview with you. You know, are you interested? And I was like, it's marketing, it's social media. I never handled it for somebody else, but I do it for myself. So yeah, I'll check it out. Went in for the interview. The guy who owned the company, real estate company, the guy who owned the company is a developer of my house who ended up showing me that house back in 2019. And so here I am sitting across from him explaining how we've already met, explaining how he built my dream home. And if he ever builds another one, I'll be ready to move in. <laughs> uh, but basically the interview went well. At the end of it, he ended up telling me, you know, I don't want to hire you. I actually want to hire your company. So I don't want you to be in this position and work for me. I want to hire your company. And so you tell me your rate uh, and we'll go from there. And you can start as soon as possible. So in August, I ended up starting with him as a new client at my rate, uh, which became more than enough for us to pay for that townhome that the Lord had blessed us with. Praise God. So now I had two clients. We were good to go. So the Iron Wifey podcast is designed to sharpen and encourage men and women in Christ. And so when I release these podcast episodes, when I'm recording, when I am praying over what to release to you, the word that God has for the week, it is to send out a message that is going to encourage or send out a message that is going to sharpen others. And in order to send out that message, of course, yes, I post, I put it out there. I have you guys here to listen to it. But I also encourage you to have feedback. I encourage you to let me know what you think. I encourage you to rate, review, subscribe. So if you are listening to this podcast on podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, Anchor, whatever you're listening to this podcast on, please rate, review, subscribe. It helps. It grows the podcast. It gets the message out there and it allows for other people to receive a word that's going to sharpen and encourage them. But if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to this YouTube channel and comment below your takeaways from this episode, because I believe that each and every message that is put out there is spirit, spirit driven and God led. And so I just want to make sure that I am being obedient and I know that I am being obedient when at least one person is impacted by this message. And so if you are that one, please let me know, comment below how this message has helped you. And that's it. So let's get back into this episode. Uh, September, my husband planned a, a romantic getaway for us, all-inclusive resort, about 30 minutes away, had never been there. He had never been there. Um, and it was just a really great time. Um, and it was just like, it was a surprise for me because he'd known I'd been through a lot and so that was like our first getaway since my dad had passed. So it was a really great thing that we needed. Uh, that was in September, October, my 28th birthday. Come on, guys. The year of double blessings began. Uh, my 28th birthday, I received the vision for 2022 on my 28th birthday about how this year was going to be a year of execution. I received the vision of everything we need to complete this year. I received the vision of the podcast, the book, the conference, like everything that we have. I think in the first episode, I showed you guys my vision board. Um, it's an episode called the year of execution. So check out that episode as well. Um, I received that vision on October 28th, my birthday. And also my main client in Atlanta hit a million downloads on her podcast. So, you know, after 2019, when I worked for WealthFit, I ended up, you know, they, I ended up being laid off because of the pandemic. And I pitched myself to Patrice Washington as a producer because when she came in, I had always wanted her to be on the Iron Wifey podcast. And so I was trying to get her, I was trying to leverage the WealthFit podcast at, because it's bigger names, it's a bigger platform. And while she was in town, she could just so happen to interview with me on the Iron Wifey podcast. And for so many weeks, it didn't work out. And then it ended up working out so perfectly where she was actually in San Diego. I got to meet her in person. And she interviewed for the WealthFit podcast, and then she sat down with me, and our interview was two hours. 
It was so great. It was two hours long. We just lost track of time. It was a beautiful interview. I ended up cutting it into two parts. That's here on the Iron Wifey podcast too. So you can go back and listen to those episodes. Um, And then after our interview, Patrice was like, I absolutely love you. I'm looking for a podcast producer. And if you know anybody, like, or if you want to help me, can I send you resumes? Because she knew, like, you know, I was working two jobs at the time. That was when I was working 80 hours a week. So I'd go to WealthFit for 40 hours a week, and then I'd work at a hotel for 40 hours a week, just so we could pay rent. But we made it work. Um, So, yeah, she's like, I know you work, but if I can send you resumes, can you, like, you know, vet some of the people so I can find a producer like you? And I was like, yeah, sure. Fast forward couple of months I get laid off of WealthFit uh Patrice is literally in the shower one day and ends up texting me and she's like hey this is gonna sound so strange but I was in the shower and I was thinking about you how are you like she was like you just kept hitting my spirit and I didn't know why and so she reached out to me she's like you good like everything okay and I was like well actually (laughs) I just got laid off from both of my jobs and we ain't got no money coming in. So God is good. Like, this was my attitude. I was literally like, so God is good. I was like, yeah, I just got laid off from both my jobs. It's all good. You know, we ain't got no money coming in. I'm waiting for unemployment. And it's been a couple of months since they decided to kick in. So, you know, it is what it is. It's fine. I'm not working. Um, And she was just like, oh, well, I still need a podcast producer. And I was like, oh, yes, praise God. I will be your podcast producer. When can I start? So, um, so I ended up starting with her in 2019 and October of 2021, uh, we hit a million downloads. And so I was so excited to be, actually, I started with her in 2020 because it was the pandemic year and the very next year we hit 20 or 1 million downloads. So when I first came in, we were at like 400,000. And we were pitching people. I was getting, you know, great guests on the show. She was getting great guests. Like, we were working it out, getting the podcast out. And when she hit a million in October, it was such a blessing to know that I was able to be a part of that and was able to contribute to the one million downloads for her podcast because she is also, like, very spirit-led. And she talks about wealth and redefining wealth. So if you're looking for a podcast like that, check her out. The Redefining Wealth Podcast with Patrice Washington. I'm still the producer, so you're still supporting me. <laughs> um, it's great messages, great messages. So yeah, that was October. Got the vision for the year. Uh, my client ended up hit- hitting one million, so I got to go to Atlanta and celebrate that. And then November, uh, my little brother came to see me, which was great. Had a great time with him, and I sold my car, which I had had an unhealthy attachment because I associated with my dad, even though the car was on its last leg and needed to be sold. I mean, honestly, like the car was on its last leg, y'all, it needed to go. (laughs) Um, But because my dad got it for me, I couldn't let it go. And so November, I finally sold my car, which was a great blessing and lesson for me to let go. And then December, we brought this podcast back. We brought back the Iron Wifey podcast. We relaunched and we started executing on the vision that we had gotten back in October. So... It's been a beautiful year. It's been a beautiful year. And to wrap up that year, actually, when I started this podcast, I I knew that I had to start because it was on my vision board. It was part of the vision that God had given me. But I didn't know how much of a blessing it was going to be. And I've received so many messages from you all. I have. I've received so many messages from you guys about how, you know, my transparency has been a blessing or my story has been a blessing. There have been, you know, someone reached out and shared their testimony on how they survived suicide. And so I got to connect with her and it was just a beautiful, a beautiful connection and how God saved her. And it's like, there are, there's been such a blessing from this podcast and I know we're back for this season, but we're only like three or four episodes in, and I had no idea that this was going to be so impactful for you guys. Like, honestly, I didn't want to tell my story. I knew I knew that I, I had to tell my story, but I didn't want to tell my story because there was so much like sadness and anger and shame and guilt, you know, wrapped around it. And I haven't even told you guys everything. I just told you guys a little bit, but the little bit that I did tell you has been a blessing to many of you. And so 
this is just something that I know like as I'm on this as I was on this gratitude journey like the Lord is giving me something to be grateful for every day and so I might as well share that as well as sharing my story with you guys and so um another blessing along this gratitude journey if you listen to the episode called the year of double blessings or prepare i think i i think the title is prepare for double blessings i spoke about how um paul had told the story about how in 2020 well not 2022 but paul told the story about double blessings and how when he was visiting the church of macedonia he told them i am going to bless you i'm going to bless you or i'm going to give you a double blessing and i'm going to visit you on the way to macedonia as well as on the way out of macedonia and i shared that story in that episode um prepare for double blessings because the holy spirit led me to share that the lord is going to bless us on the way in to 2022 and also on the way out of 2022 and I was claiming that for my life now y'all y'all let's be real when I told you that that wasn't Michaela talking no that was that was not Michaela talking because Michaela would be like um maybe he will I don't know it's very possible that he can I'm believing it I'm claiming it but I don't actually know no that was literally nothing but the Holy Spirit and after I posted that episode the very next week, I received a blessing on the way in to 2022. And so I actually, uh, the two clients that I told you guys about, Patrice and the real estate client, ended up offering uh, me full time the same week. They literally were like, like one was like, hey, you know, moving into the new year, I want to offer you a full time position with us. And then the other one, Patrice came to San Diego and she's like, hey, by the way, I want to offer you uh, full time. And I'm like, praise God. Like now I got to figure out how to work. <laughs> now, now I don't have to figure out anything. Like I, I don't have to figure out how to work. Like full time is such a blessing. It is. It's such, it's such a blessing. And so for both of my clients to offer me full time, um, and then both of them, literally, it's like God, God just orchestrates things so beautifully. Um, but both of them were like, yeah, I'm looking at starting February 1st. Like one was like, yeah, you know, I want you to start February 1st going full time. And then the other one, same day or not same day, same week. It was like two days afterward. It was like, yeah, I'm looking at starting February 1st. And I'm like, Lord, what are you doing? What are you doing? I can't like, this is so much. This is so great, but I'm so blessed. Like, what am I supposed to do? So Holy Spirit is giving me peace now. I know what I'm going to do as far as that situation. But yeah, the Lord ended up blessing me with the opportunity to go full-time with both clients. Um, one based in Atlanta where I work from home full-time. And then the other one based here in San Diego where I only go see him two days a week. So like, and I still do all his stuff. So I don't know. The Lord has some great things in store. And that was, wow, what was that? December? Yeah, that was December. Last, not not like last December, but like a couple weeks ago, December, like December, 2021. Now it's January, 2022. So that was a couple weeks ago, right after I posted the episode, prepare for double blessings. And I was like, wow, Holy Spirit. I mean, I know you told me to say that, but like, you really meant it. Like, you know, I believed, I believed that you were gonna, that you was gonna do something, but I didn't know it was gonna be this, this, this much of a blessing. Like, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Um, so yeah, so that was a blessing. And then last week, y'all, <laughs> last week, I kid you not. Now this is already in 2022, but it's before my 365 days of gratitude is up, which I know like this journey has been such a blessing. Um, but last week, uh, we signed a lease for a high rise in downtown San Diego and we move in this Friday. Before we moved into this town hall, we wanted to move downtown. We couldn't afford it. We signed a lease last week because it's exactly what we pay here for the townhome. Exactly what we pay here. And there's a blessing attached to it. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Like, I've always wanted to live downtown. I told you guys it was going to be New York City, the Today Show. I was going to be reporting, doing journalism. It was going to be great. I always wanted to live downtown. My husband, when we first got married, never wanted to live downtown. And as of recently, he's had a strong desire to live downtown. When we wanted to live downtown and moved with our lease, like we couldn't afford it. And now 
it was like literally like it was like the Holy Spirit dropped my spirit one day last week and it was like so instead of just dreaming about moving where you want to why don't you just do it and I think what happens is a lot of us we look at the worldly circumstances and we don't think things are possible because in my mind it's like well you know we would have to break our lease and then you know like they can like report you and that can hurt your credit and then you got to pay all this money to get out of it and then like we'd have to move all our stuff and you know that gets expensive too and like you know we just signed this lease in August we've only been here six months like I don't want us to you know be even worse in credit and you know you start making up all these excuses about what can't happen you know we do and I don't know about you but I know I do we make up all these excuses about things that are not possible when they're what we want, but we don't think it's very possible. We don't think it's within the cards for us or within God's plans for us. And so when the Holy Spirit did that, I remember bringing it to my sister, <laughs> my little sister, and she was like, I don't think that's very wise. Like, you just moved into a townhome. Y'all are talking about kids. Like, why would you leave a place and pay all this money when you're already in a place that's good to start a family. And I was like, you know, these are all valid points, you know? And I think that's another thing. We, we share our dreams and visions with people who don't see the same vision that we do. And so we allow their input and their opinions to impact the decisions that we make. And so I was like, you know what? That's a really great point. You know, you make valid arguments like, we were talking about kids, like, this is a great place to start raising kids, why don't we just stay here? Um, but me, I'm a little rebellious, and so I was like, you know what, thank you, thank you for your opinion, I appreciate that. But I just knew that something in my spirit was like, I still wanna live downtown before I have kids. I wanna live downtown before I have kids so that I can enjoy and explore before I have to like take care of another human being. <clears throat> and I brought it to my husband, and I was like, hey, so uh, I know that uh, we've talked a lot about living downtown. I know that we just signed this lease here, but um, what do you think? What, 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 do, you, what do you think? Uh, would you be okay with moving downtown? Am I crazy for having this idea or being led to even look into it? And he was like, well, you know, I always want to move downtown, so I'm here for it. And I was like, okay. So the next day I set up six <laughs> leasing I set up six leasing appointments at a bunch of different places in downtown San Diego um it's funny how the Lord works because the two that I looked at online that I had my mind set up on already um ended up being in this really it's not a bad area but there's just a lot of homeless people in that area so it was kind of sketchy outside um so the building was beautiful the unit was beautiful the views were beautiful but it was just real sketchy and while I was there, a gentleman at the front desk was like, hey, check out our sister property. And they, it's a brand new place, brand new building. Um, and I think you'll really like it there. So then I go tour the sister property. It's gorgeous, brand new. The amenities aren't even done yet. They're still building. Like all these units are literally, it's only 30% occupied and 30% done. So new construction, everything new, gorgeous. So after I toured the first three places, the new place was on the top of my list. I ended up touring another place, which was okay. And then I had one last one, and it was the very last one on my list, and it was outside of our price range. But I was like, I'm gonna just see it anyway, because why not, you know? Why not put yourself in a position to see things that you may be able to afford sometime in the future? But y'all, the minute I walked into that last apartment, I was like, wow, I'm home. I was like, wow, I'm home. And I came home and I sent, I showed my husband the video. I took video of all these places. I showed my husband a video and he was like, hmm, okay, did you sign a lease? And I was like, well, technically it's out of our price range. However, they have this special. And so technically now it's in our price range and it is exactly what we pay here at the townhome. And when we went to the leasing office to talk to them about breaking our lease, they were like, oh yeah, you guys have been here for the last, you know, three, four years. Like, 
All you got to do is pay prorated rate, pro prorated rent for February. You know, you don't have to pay anything extra. And we're just like, praise God. So instead of waiting 30 days, we move into our new place next week. We only have to pay the couple of days that we would be here. So we put in our 30-day notice as of January 14th. February 14th would be 30 days. And so we only have to pay the prorated rent for February since it is still 30-day notice. Uh, we move into our new place next week. So the next episode that you see, I will have a different background because it'll be a new spot. And I am just so overwhelmed with gratitude. I am. I'm so overwhelmed with gratitude. I have seen the Lord do so much so much in this last year to where honestly I didn't think was possible like sometimes when you experience death it's really hard to see life after death especially life after death of someone you love so much like a parent or a child or a family member or a friend like it's really hard to see where your life is going to be or how your life is going to go after you lose someone so close to you but I knew at that airport on my way to Michigan with this beautiful day in San Diego that life would go on. And I knew in February when the Lord sent me that revelation that he was gonna help me, that he was going to help me. And he has done nothing but help me. And I'm so grateful that I didn't allow myself to focus on death, but instead focus on gratitude. Because I truly believe that our blessing is on the other side of gratitude. I truly believe that. I believe that our greatest blessings are on the other side of gratitude. And we know like in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, it said, be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Jesus Christ. Be thankful in all circumstances. When I came into this gratitude journey, it was just, you know, I just wanted to not have to think about my dad honestly like if I'm being real with y'all like I just wanted to not have to think about my dad and focus on gratitude focus on something else focus on something better and I believe life and death is in the power of the tongue and it's also in your actions and in your faith and I have faith that if I can keep focusing <clears throat> excuse me guys I have faith that if I can keep focusing on gratitude then I would be fine and I have been so much more than fine so much more than fine and I am just so grateful so grateful and so I learned back in 2019 with the start of Dear God I'm Grateful that after 30 days of gratitude I ended up getting the job at WealthFit and so here we are 2021 after 365 days of gratitude and the Lord has done all of the above that was listed in this episode there have been more blessings that I could have even imagined, couldn't have even imagined. So I do believe that our blessing is on the other side of our gratitude. And I encourage you to find something to be grateful for every single day. Not just on your good days, but every single day. Because Dear God, I'm Grateful was a podcast that I started to distract myself. And now... It is a lifestyle that I have adopted as far as finding something to be grateful for and giving God thanks, or as Thessalonians said, being thankful in every circumstance. It wasn't just a podcast and a Bible study or a gratitude challenge. It started out that way, but it ended in giving all glory and all thanks to our Heavenly Father for all things and everything that he has brought me through within the last 365 days. And then for, for the gratitude journey to end on today, which is a Sunday, which is our podcast day, it was inevitable that I was going to talk about this. Like, it was inevitable. I had to talk about gratitude and I had to wear my gratitude shirt. <laughs> this is not designed by me, guys. I just bought it online, but... Uh, it says thank you in many different languages. Grazie, obrigado, merci, gracias, and arigato. And so, like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for gratitude. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, for allowing me to walk in God's will and to be led and allowed my steps to be ordered by him throughout this last year. Like, y'all, like, I didn't, it was very hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're surrounded by death and darkness. And so for 2021 to be such a journey that it was, I mean, you guys heard, like, there was something every single month. There was something every month. It wasn't like only one good thing happened. Like, no, the Lord blessed every single month. And every month, and every day, I had something to be grateful for. There were days where I was just like, you know what, Lord? I'm just grateful for heat because it's cold outside and I like to be warm. Like, there were days when it was like the simplest things or even days where I was like, y'all, honestly, I don't feel like being grateful for today. So I'm gonna just say I'm grateful for God and his word because it says that I need to be grateful. So here, I'm, here I am showing up, trying to be grateful for his word. And I've also noticed that when you are in a constant state of gratitude, it completely changes your mind, your mindset, your thoughts, your day, because it allows you to shift or pivot your focus from the cares of this world, the cares of life, to how can I serve Christ? You can be in the worst possible mood, period. And gratitude will literally change your focus. It will change your focus. I can be sitting here, it can be that time of the month, I can be pissed off and I'll be sitting here like, dear God, I'm grateful for this, this, and this because of this and this and this and God is good and he was good here and he's been good here and then he said he would help me and then this happened and you're just like, by the end of that, you're like, yo, I'm good. God is so good. Like God is good all the time and all the time. I believe we should be grateful all the time. If God is good all the time, then all the time, I believe we should be grateful. And 1 Thessalonians said, be thankful in all circumstances. It's that word all that we, you know, skip or don't even acknowledge. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And so today, I am grateful for 365 days of gratitude and I am grateful that I am able to share this with you. If you have not listened to the Dear God, I'm Grateful podcast, feel free. Um, if you go to my Instagram, it is listed in my bio and the links are all there. It's part of, it's an actual podcast. So every day I sit down and I record and I edit and I produce and I release a podcast episode after having Bible study about what I'm grateful for and how it ties into that word. So 365 days of God's word, 365 days of gratitude, 365 days of blessings because we're still here, we're still alive. And so we should not worry about anything. We shouldn't worry about anything. Um, Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Uh, tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. And so that thank him part is key. And so be grateful and be thankful in all circumstances because it's God's will for those who belong to Christ and we belong to Christ. So let's just carry out the Lord's will in our lives. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Iron Wifey Podcast. Uh, thank you for all of your messages, all of your texts, your emails, your likes, your comments, for subscribing, for rating, for reviewing the podcast. As I mentioned every episode, it actually helps and it means so much. Um, and thank you guys for just sharing this journey with me because like I said, I didn't I didn't know if I wanted to tell my story, but I knew I had to. And so, as I mentioned a couple episodes ago, if it helps one person, then I know I'm on track. And there have been so many more than just one that have been blessed. And so I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for you. <laughs> and I'm grateful for you for tuning in this week. So 
Thank you guys so much again for tuning into the Iron Wifey podcast. That concludes this episode, and I will talk to you loves next Sunday in another one at the new spot. Yeah, so excited about that at the new spot. But until then, remember that we are here to sharpen and encourage one another in Christ. So whatever it is that is your gift, whatever it is that God has given you or created you to be, go out and sharpen someone else in Christ. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye!